Good morning, my friends. I It is uh, Tuesday morning, October 6th, and I wanted to record some shower thoughts. Shower thoughts are some of my favorite things. Showers are some of my favorite things. Um, I love them. The hotter, the better. Um, more pressure, the better. And in the shower, I often have... Um, a lot of creative thoughts come to me, uh, sort of answers come to me for questions I've been asking or things I've been stuck on, especially in creative ways, um, like when I'm doing writing projects and things like that. Um, and because I enjoy them so much, I tend to take very long showers um, and very hot showers uh, to the point where sometimes I get lost in there. <laughs> so I have to be, um, very aware. Um, and I've smart body, smart mind has helped me with that. Um, Irene Lyons nervous system course. Um, because I, I think what I do sometimes when I go in there is, um, kind of get out of body, um, not really aware and grounded. And so, I'm better about keeping awareness of the outside and what's actually happening and feeling. Um, and that too also shifted a little bit, I think, with my recovery from surgery and my um, going through the opiate withdrawals. Because the shower was the only place that I really felt okay through that time. A hot shower, I could just crawl up in there and live in there and my body felt good and my head felt good and I really noticed that because I had so much focus on my body too um and it wasn't like I got lost in there in time like when I'm really thinking I can get lost in there in time in that period like kind of feel like I was more anchored in time in some weird way. I don't really know if that makes sense. I don't know if there's a reason to it. I don't know how that plays into anything that I'm really sharing right now or that I'm about to share. Um, and my intent in sharing this, as with everything I share, is to just share experience and to also record for my own sake what came through because I can, it's kind of like a dream sometimes. I can exit and start going on with my day and then lose that aha, lose that insight, lose that way of phrasing something or the idea that came to me that seemed so good and juicy at the time. So post-shower, I am sipping my coffee and recording this, so um, pardon the sips. And I'm going to try and keep this short because I have to leave for an appointment. Um... So in the shower, shower thoughts, um, this morning I woke up and I had some pain in my body. My neck, uh, used to do this thing where it like seized up. I would feel like my shoulder to my ear and there'd be pain in it when I moved. And I know from experience that if I move too fast, with that and instead of slowly and paying attention to it and moving from 
my middle instead of leading with my head that I can throw my neck out quite quickly and my whole body is suddenly like paralyzed not not fully paralyzed but like very stiff and hard to move be more careful with my words there um and so in the past when I would be in this pattern of holy hell neck pain and hip pain and it would alternate and this was like post car accident uh, and a post surgery I was seeing a chiropractor and a massage therapist to help me through it and I recently did a slackline event with a chiropractor who practices in a very uh, subtle way with very um, an awareness of how sensitive our nervous system is and we just had like the best time geeking out um after the session um but that's a story for another time anyway um oh i was telling her um how when i was seeing my chiropractor uh, i was like addicted to it she said yeah people get addicted to like the, the cracks the pops the relief the release and I said, you know, I, I relied on it so heavily and it was so intense and it did feel good, but things would always go back. And I think that that's because they're, they're, it is not just our bones in our body, obviously. And our, our bones are not the thing, the lone thing that holds us together. The muscles, if they're tight, the fascia, if they're tight, whatever they're holding and storing has a force and effect on our bones and can just like pull it back. And so it was just like this push, pull, push, pull my body and it would feel good and feel terrible. So anyway, back to this morning, I, I moved with more awareness out of bed. I gave gentle touch to my neck and let myself notice my breathing and then feel where it was a little stuck and move some breath to it. And I felt a lot better. And in the shower, I found myself, um, paying attention to my body and doing the same thing, just giving some gentle touch. And then I found myself kind of squeezing and pulling and I was like, well, that feels really good, but is it what I need? And I slowed down and I just put my hand on my body and breathed and asked myself that and there was release and then I started thinking again about that chasing of the feel good and the not feel good and there were some other things that had been on my mind too that I had been thinking about with regard to what's going on in the world and you know, um, there's this whole like germ theory versus terrain theory about human health and immunity, um, and how we can take care of ourselves to avoid disease. And I, I consider myself a seeker. Um, actually I, there was some like internet, uh, quiz around the time of the solar eclipse back in 2017 like you picked your birth date and some other things and you got like your mystical name or something and mine was seeker of divine mysteries and I think that that's very true but maybe even uh, more accurate to 
to what I have been seeking is truth. Seeker of divine mystery is really like, yeah, I seek the mystery, but in it, I'm, I'm looking for truth. I want truth. And in, in healing, I've been looking for the truth. What is wrong? What is wrong? What, what is it so that then I know what is right? Um, in this germ theory versus terrain theory, it's like, what is, some people, it's what is wrong, what is right? Recently, um, veganism has come up again, and I was recommended a book that is very, to me, biased and obviously pro-vegan, um, and even kind of snarky at times about it. And in the past, that would have turned me off because I, it's like, it's, it's so black and white. And I don't, I've come to see that things are not so black and white. Even truth isn't just black and white because it's, it is both and it's everything and nothing. Um, and so what, there's a few more things that I want to touch on here. And that's that we have lost subtlety and slowness in the way that we live our lives and nature is not um, truth in the way that we want it in the way that we expect it to be perfection um, in some ways we idolize or I idealize I'm not sure which would be the right word maybe both we idealize nature it's so perfect. Look at that. You would never look at a tree and judge it for its crooked branches, you know. Um, but that is like seeing the perfection in the imperfection. Yes, nature does heal. It has cycles, and that means accepting all of the cycles. So while it may be our body's natural inclination to go towards life, at some point it becomes not its natural inclination to go towards life. And truly that begins at birth we are in a and it sounds like dark to think about it this way but we are actually in a constant state of decay from the time we're born but some of that decay just looks like growing and being strong but eventually it always leads to decay it always leads to death so um where does that tipping point begin and that's like the big question, right? Where does life begin? That question that plagues so much of our religious and political ick in the world. So, well, I didn't expect to go there, but that is like, uh, like when I think of this, I just think of the Tao and I've been studying um, the tarot recently and the progression of the cards and how it relates to the great work and uh, you know studying some some young and some um of like shadow work and until you make the unconscious conscious it will rule your life and you will call it fate and how even like there's the shadow in the light it's like everything everything and nothing and I was a Chinese studies major and part of that we studied the Tao Te Ching and you know from 
from I can't remember the exact translation, but it's like from from the great nothing came all things and the ten thousand things which cannot be named and it's all all of these systems. This is another thing I was I'm also studying getting to learn astrology, which is just beautiful. I am so in love. I'm reading Stephen Forrester's The Inner Sky and Oh, I have chills thinking about it. Um, it's beautiful. And it's not like what most people think or many people, I should say, tend to think of astrology as, as this tool for just divining something and defining it and saying like, this is how it is. And, oh, you're Scorpio. Well, now you're doomed to be dark and broody and, and bitchy for the rest of your life. I mean, it has, it opens questions to our, our personalities and it's really a growth path and all of these things are I think a growth path and a tool into our subconscious and in the what one of the questions for me that I have been seeking since I was I know for a fact since I was 12 standing in the shower shower is a theme here my hands are a theme uh, looking at my hands and wondering what are they? What are, why do I have these? Who is this? Who is me? Who's this person inside? Like this total existential crisis of like, what are we made of? And what is, what is reality? Um, <laughs> like what's the ultimate truth? And that's my story of seeking. And I think that somewhere deep down that, all humans seek that in some some way, even if we don't know it. And that's why we're drawn to religion. It's why we're really attached to material things. I mean, I think it it's uh, it lies in just our life. Maybe some people don't think about it, and I'm just projecting that. So I don't know. Um, what 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 is truth? Uh. And that, that loss of subtlety and knowing that like there's a little bit of everything in all the other things and that we are made of the same things that the entire universe is made of, that our, our body is just a universe of cells and virus pieces and um, bacteria and fungus and all these other living things that in our like macro world, like in the, the level of reality that we live in, that we separate ourselves from, but they are us. And even in the, this, like, I don't know if you would call it like differentiated way of living where like, I am this body sitting in this chair, talking on this phone, holding this cup of coffee. Um, and yesterday I was a person standing on a slack line with a bug in my face, swatting a bug away because that bug was unwanted in another. And another friend had dirt on her feet and she doesn't like dirt on her feet because it's other. But really those things are made of the same things that I'm made of. And even like, like, the the bugs and the dirt and like that that's in us too um but we other it and make it bad and push it away and separate um and it it keeps us well defined as who we are as 
people um, and what we think good people, safe people, clean people, meaningful people um, are. Uh, that's so, like, so much ego there. Um, and so that contrast, getting back to and what is truth and the 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 not recognizing the subtle um oh seeking truth as freedom seeking idealizing nature is is, is like um perfection and one thing versus another some of this and like wanting to know wanting to know the truth is it's like this control seeking i've realized and also the control seeking is driven by fear and not real acceptance of like i may never know the truth i will i will never know absolute truth because there's so much in the world to be known i can't know it all i can't hold it all i can't hold all the mysteries of the universe and unravel them to exactness. Um, and part of the excitement of life is seeking that understanding. But then when the understanding becomes, becomes open enough to understand that I'll never understand and to see that it can be this and it can be that there's so much more ease and freedom in that um and I I it's like this morning I could slow down and feel my pain and recognize it and be gentle with it instead of <gasps> freezing up oh my gosh I'm in pain trying to get up out of bed because I've got to move I've got to go to work I've got to get in the shower I've got to go and don't get me wrong like I know that I have great privilege and great luxury in this situation that I'm in where I could slow down and do that. Um, but if, if I wish everyone could have that, because if we could, then, then it could get to work and the things will open up and things will get easier. But if it's just a constant push, push, push through, um, it's just, it's harder. It's harder. At some point, there has to be an ultimate slowing down and feeling into the subtlety. And that point can come from reaching a breaking point from, from something like I experienced with my cancer and having half my organs removed and um, going through what I've been through. And I, I think in, in the story that I need to, to tell myself that I make my truth. Um, I needed that, I guess. I, I learned a lot through it, a lot that I can share. Um, and there's this kind of hindsight 2020 and a space to open for regret, but I, I more and more choose not to go there. I have went there been mad about it but it doesn't do me any good because <laughs> I'm on this constant I'm I'm declining you know I'm living I want to keep living and I want to live as fully as I can right now but I also know that there's an end 
and that's that's nature and there's only so much we can do I think to control it I can be pro immunity I can take care of myself I can slow down I can do all these things and disease still exists and my system may still be susceptible and it you know stuff could happen and that happens in nature too as resilient as it is so it's both and and I think anyone who wants to say otherwise uh, in my humble opinion is just a person who's been through things and isn't trained in any one modality as a total expert um that I I wouldn't trust them (laughs) um just kind of like, I don't trust anyone who can't say, I don't know, or maybe you're right. And the last piece that had come to me about that, because I encounter people who just can't see any good in the other, can't open up to it, can't possibly be curious about it. I saw this in a community I'm part of. They wanted people to stand up and talk about the decisions that they've been making and why they're putting people at risk and how dare you and you're bad and you're a failure as a leader. And um, finally someone stood up and said said their piece and I they said it so beautifully and calmly and in ownership of of their responsibility and recognizing that it may not be the right choice for others and the people who were demanding this person stand up and give answers just you know like threw daggers at them because what I saw is that they weren't really open. They didn't want answers. They wanted somebody to stand up and take their shit and take their anger and give them solidity in the truth that they had already decided is true. They were not open to seeing anyone else's point of view. And that is like, um, it's, it's, they're missing a subtlety and in seeking that truth they're like pushing through and missing what's there in my opinion and this I see too in and like the whole like Democrats versus Republicans and even that's lost a little bit of that's uh that that opposition because it's more like Trump versus non-Trump and people get so angry he's so bad he's so terrible that like they turn into him but from another side and it just increases their anger and their tension and it's just like there's they're like I don't know how to how to language this right and how it even relates sometimes I get lost in my thoughts and um so Um, If you came here for absolute clarity, (laughs) uh, I hope it's clear that I'm not delivering that. Like I'm, I'm delivering my thinking and my sorting out and this is my seeking and my, um, not, not truth seeking. I don't want to call it that anymore. It's seeking to understand and to see and to see how the, this, I talked about this in the episode with my friend Mary, but it's like we come to these edges 
And on these edges, we feel so much truth at the edges. The Trumpers feel that Trump is so right and so grand and the other side, such snowflakes. And then this, the Democrats, the hardcore, you know, blue people, oh, he's so terrible. And yeah, he's terrible. And also Biden's not great. And also people who are hating on him are spewing just as much hate as he is. They just don't they can't see it in themselves. And so I think both are pretty awful. I think our systems just hurting and that, um, it's dying and that that's from something else. Um, something new can emerge if people can let go of it and see like the subtleties and kind of be willing to walk away. Um, but that's a really hard thing to do. Just like it's a really hard thing to do with our own physical lives. And I mean, I, I don't pretend to not be still have some fear of that moment. I don't want to go yet. I don't, I'm not ready. I don't I have life to live, but I also see that, that that's this, this happens. This is the way, this is what we're born into. This is the nature that we're born into. And there was another piece to that that I keep dancing around and I'm like missing uh, the, um, oh, that intensity, for that intensity to feel like truth. <sighs> this is, this is still alive in me, even though I recognize the subtlety of that intensity to feel like truth and what propels us into action. Um, instead of seeing that like there's something more subtle and that we can make different choices. I was listening to a life coach podcast episode and Brooke Castillo talks about leaving something and she says to leave slowly and to leave from a place that is from love and understanding of what you want and that to leave something, to change something does not have to come from a place of this is terrible. Well, he beats me, so I should leave. It's totally okay to leave something from a place of this just isn't right for me right now. This relationship isn't what feels good for me right now. I want more. I want something different. I want to have a different experience. This job isn't for me right now. But when it comes from a place of this person is this and that and and this and I don't like want that or I'm going to leave like I'm going to make this big change from this place. We're getting high off of that change in the same way that I was getting high in a way off of the chiropractic adjustments. It felt so good and such a relief. Um even I see how I've done this in past relationships, in past jobs, leaving felt good. And it's because I still had things to learn, things to learn from it. I could, I could use that as a learning experience. All these problems that we face and the tension that we face are learning opportunities. And that is what I teach on the slack line to learn in a place of tension. And if we can learn in a place of safe tension, I'm not saying we should stay in ultra stressful jobs or any of that, but to recognize that ultimately what we see on the outside is not the whole problem. 
there's something on the inside. Um, there's something within us and gosh, then I can get in this circle of like, well, is that victim blaming? Is that saying that we should do it all alone? And no, no, it's not. But for me, for, for instance, I recognize that I learned that there was tension in my truth that there was tension in my knowing that I had to feel really strongly to the truth felt really strongly because my truth of things are not okay. And then being told things are fine held a lot of tension in it. And so like, I need a charge, I think to feel, to know and to like push against and to live. But I don't think, I'm seeing that I don't need to push against to live. I can just live and make a decision. And I have to make the decision right now to call this, call this it because it is time for me to go to my somatic experiencing appointment. So I hope that um, this post shower thoughts, trying to capture the things that I've been thinking um, has been of interest. Uh, it certainly felt good for me to get out and I look forward. Oh, see, there's my, you gotta go reminder. I look forward to listening to this again so that I can even understand myself better. Um, seek to understand curious. That is my, uh, curiosity was one of my goals for this year. Uh, curiosity, connection, and commitment. And I've had a lot of that the last couple of days and living into that feels so good. So, um, lots of love to you. Have a wonderful day and, um, I'll be back soon. Bye.